Welcome to the Holistic Beauty Podcast. We are going to chat all things holistic and integrative beauty and skin health. We are licensed naturopathic doctors practicing in sunny California, and we are changing how skincare is looked at. We want you to understand that skin health is a manifestation of balance from within. And each week, we are bringing you tidbits to complete your skincare routine from the inside out and the outside in. So let's get into it. So just as a reminder, the information in this podcast is not medical advice and is only meant for educational purposes. None of the information is meant to treat, cure, prevent, or diagnose any conditions or disease that you may have. So please speak to your doctor or licensed healthcare provider before starting anything new. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. It's episode 14. We're going to be speaking more about sun protection. So last week we spoke about um, sunscreen, but we also spoke about some of the benign signs and symptoms of unprotected sun exposure and more of the scary ones. So go back to that episode if you want to learn more about sunscreen and all those things. But this week... We're extending that conversation. So we're going to be speaking more about sun protection from a holistic point of view. Like what we keep on saying in past episodes, we're naturopathic doctors. We are holistic medicine experts. So we want to protect the skin topically, but also from within because skin health starts from within. So ready for it? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Cool. So I did a lot of the research for this, my friend. So I'm excited to learn from you. But here's one point that I did add to this episode. So there are other strategies beyond uh, sunscreen. So there's going to be seeking shade um, when outdoors. So when you're outdoors, just like trying to find some shade, like under a tree, you know, and then also wearing wide-brimmed hats and uh, photoprotective clothing. In regards to wide-brimmed hats, that kind of reminds me of that. Have you heard the brand Jacques Muse? No. Oh my gosh. So Jacques Mousse is this French company, or he's a designer, a French designer. And do you remember all those huge hats that people would like post on social media? Mm-hmm. That's a wide brimmed hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but beyond that, there's going to be also wearing sunglasses. But we do know there are some really interesting pieces of scientific literature that speaks about dietary antioxidants and PUFAs, right? Yeah. So it's pretty interesting to see all the research that's coming out looking at nutrients that help us protect our skin from sun damage. So there's carotenoids, there's uh, PUFAs and omega-3 fatty acids. And we also have like vitamin E and C and polyphenols, which have a high antioxidant activity. So just starting off with omega-3s, there's actually some studies looking at their ability to reduce UV-induced inflammation in the skin. Interesting. And so it could potentially offer protection against photoimmunosuppression, which is just um, suppression of the immune system by UV radiation from the sun. Also helping protect against cancer development induced from UV radiation and the DNA damage that follows with that. Also photoaging and photosensitivity disorders. So ultimately combining dietary intake of nutrients like omega-3s with the use of topical sunscreen may help optimize human skin protection from the sun, which is pretty cool. That's interesting. Yeah. But unfortunately, I mean, it, it's still, there's a lot of exploration that needs to occur with this nutrient, but it's it's pretty promising. Mm-hmm. And actually, I remember seeing like a 2021 study that speaks about like people eating antioxidants. So according to the 2021 study, it looked at the long-term effects of oral consumption of foods with high antioxidant capacity in adults that are 45 years and older. And what they found was that um, people who ate foods with high antioxidant capacity experienced, quote, approximately 10% less photoaging over 15 years than those who ate foods with low antioxidant capacity. That's really interesting. So there's something going on with antioxidants, you know? (laughs) 
And I mean, we can get a lot of these as supplements, right? A lot of these nutrients. So another one that's pretty interesting is Polypodium leucotomus. This is a fern from South America. Studies show clinical use with, um, you know, treating psoriasis, eczema, vitiligo, polymorphic light eruption, and melasma, which is pretty neat. And there's one study that looked at patients or participants who took 240 milligrams orally twice a day for 60 days and showed how it helped actually reduce UV damage. That's wild. Yeah. And then they looked at the comparison group. And what was interesting is that the comparison group actually had a greater chance of experiencing one or more sunburn episodes compared to the group who was taking this fern, (laughs) the polypodium leucotomus. Yeah. Who had significantly less chance of experiencing a sunburn. Interesting. So it basically increased their tolerance to sunlight. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, and polypodium leucotomus enhances antioxidant activity as well. So it also helps decrease oxidative damage from UV radiation. And we know that UV radiation damages the cellular DNA and increases the risk of skin cancer by suppressing anti-tumor immune cells in the skin, which normally would help us recognize and respond to cancer. Interesting. Yes. That antioxidant activity, I wonder if it's also helpful for like benign signs of sun exposure that we spoke about in the last episode, you know? Because I remember us speaking about how like these pro-oxidants or like free radicals from UV rays basically degrades collagen. I'm wondering like if this could be helpful. I wonder if there's science behind it. I'm going to look into it. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. And then another nutrient known as nicotinamide or niacinamide. This is another one that shows potential with offering sun protection internally. So this is a precursor of nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. NAD. Yes, NAD. (laughs) And this is a really important cofactor for ATP production or energy production. So nicotinamide actually can help increase not only cellular energy, but also enhance DNA repair. Interesting. Yeah. So maybe that's how it can help with protecting from the UV radiation from the sun. I love NAD. Like, I personally take it, but not for skin health. I use it for energy. It's amazing. I really, really like NAD. Yeah. I mean, I never thought of it for skin health either. There was one study that also showed that vitamin B3 supplementation actually reduced the rate of new squamous cell and basal cell skin cancers by 23% in patients who are at a higher risk for developing skin cancer. Wow. Pretty cool. And then another nutrient, beta carotene, also shows promise. So with this one, this is a pro-vitamin A or plant-derived carotenoid. And when people were taking this orally... Studies showed that beta carotene helped protect against UV-induced erythema or skin redness. And beta carotene, this is antioxidant activity, so it helps fight against those free radicals. That's really cool. I'm learning a lot. (laughs) Good. I'm glad. I know that beta carotene could be found in like tomatoes, right? Basically like anything red or yellow or orange, right? Yeah. Fascinating. Like bell peppers. Yeah. Bell peppers are a great example. Okay. Cool. And then lastly, another nutrient that's worth taking note of is called astaxanthin. So this is a carotenoid that comes from algae, yeast, salmon, trout, krill, shrimp, and crayfish. It's like a super antioxidant. But this helps prevent the increase in an enzyme called heme oxygenase 1, which is caused by UV exposure and it's a marker for oxidative stress. So astaxanthin supplementation can actually stop the formation of these harmful reactive oxygen species that are a result of UVA radiation. Interesting. 
And guys, just, just as a little reminder, UV radiation is classified into UVA, UVB, and UVC, and they all have different roles. So UVA and UVB play a role in skin aging and skin cancer. UVA light is a little less intense than UVB, but UVA is more abundant and can penetrate deeper into the skin. Yeah, so I remember speaking about in the last episode that UVB plays a really big role in affecting DNA in skin cells and how that could play a role in more of those scarier skin changes with unprotected um, sun exposure. So yeah, it's really interesting how it seems like astaxanthin could be um, protective for UVA, like what? That's what you said, I think, mm-hmm. but not particularly for UVB. But both are really important to like address because um, I remember in our last episode, we spoke about how the Skin Cancer Foundation recommends a broad spectrum sunscreen that protects against both UVA and UVB. And from my understanding, UVA can sometimes play a role in the signs of photoaging, like fine lines, wrinkles, and also like uneven skin tone. So yeah, these supplements, guys, just to remind y'all, like a supplement's not going to protect you 100% from the sun. Like it's still worth getting a topical sunscreen because that is way more important than supplement that you're taking internally to try to protect you from like a sunburn or something. But supplementation can help reduce the, you know, signs of the sunburn or the UV radiation from the sun. So I remember a lot of like um, wellness influencers saying that oral antioxidants can replace sunscreens. But like, yeah, given the current body of like scientific literature, like it's really hard to say that oral antioxidants can replace sunscreens. So at the end of the day, probably like a combination of both Mm -hmm. is going to be more worthwhile than just like relying on oral antioxidants. But the body of literature is like really compelling. You know, but like at the end of the day, it doesn't replace sunscreen. There's no literature saying that oral antioxidants replace sunscreen. No way. So speaking of sunscreen. Yeah, we have our favorites. Yes, let's dive in. So we'll start (laughs) with you. Tell us about your favorite sunscreens. Yeah, so before I really speak about my favorite sunscreens, I want to like talk to people about like what I look for when I shop for sunscreen. So there are three things that I like to consider. It's going to be the type of the UV filter, the feel of the product, and the antioxidants that are found in the product. Because we did speak about in the last episode that antioxidants synergistically work alongside UV filters to support sun protection. So in regards to the type of UV filter, I tend to only shop for physical UV filters, which are going to be those mineral-based sunscreens such as zinc oxide and titanium dioxide. But the drawback with those is that zinc oxide can sometimes feel really thick on the skin. So the feel of the product is really important for me. I don't like products that feel too heavy on my skin and won't blend in with my skin tone, honestly. And like, that's what zinc oxide's going to do. Like, it doesn't blend in with my melanated skin tone. Like, it tends to make me look like Casper sometimes um, and leaves a white cast. And then the issue with mineral sunscreens is that they can also feel really thick as well. Um, so it's going to be mainly with the zinc oxide. I don't recall titanium dioxide feeling too thick. And I think in the last episode, we actually spoke about the Super Goop Solar Stick and how I was using MD Solar Sciences Solar Stick. And I was saying that the MD Solar Science one is a mineral base and it felt really thick on my skin. I was like sweating underneath. But you know, it's glistening. <laughs> and then in regards to antioxidants, if there are antioxidants in the product, that's a plus to me, honestly. So what are the sunscreens that I like, you might be wondering? The first one is going to be from Pharmacy. It's called Green Defense Mineral Sunscreen SPF. So I actually really like this product. Um, it felt so nice on my skin. So this mineral sunscreen doesn't leave a white cast on my skin with my skin tone. I also appreciate that it has Moringa-based antioxidants in it. Ooh. And I like how light it felt. I said that earlier, like... It's so important that a sunscreen feels light on my skin. The cons are that there are some excipients in this product. And if you saw it, Dr. Marola, you'd be like, oh, okay. 
So the next one that I like is from <laughs> Naturopathica. I, you actually introduced me to this one. Yes. So the Naturopathica Calendula Essential Hydrating Lotion Broad Spectrum SPF 30 Sunscreen. That's long. So what are the pros? Much like the pharmacy sunscreen, this product didn't leave a white cast on my skin, which I was really stoked about. I also liked how light it felt on my skin. It honestly felt lighter than the pharmacy sunscreen. And I really, really like that. And I also like that its ingredient list had a lot of antioxidants and less chemicals compared to pharmacy. The con, the price point. The price point for this sunscreen is a bit steep, but you know, your skin is an investment. So I think it's $68 for a 1.7 ounce, while the pharmacy is $36 for a 1.7 ounce. So there's like a big difference between those two. And that's honestly why Naturopathic is number two for me, just because of the price point. But beyond all of that, like I really think this is an amazing product. And the third one is going to be from Josh Rosebrook. Have you tried this one? No, not yet. Okay. So we're going to be interviewing Josh Rosebrook, by the way, so stay tuned for that. But I really, really like his Nutria Day Cream SPF 30 in the tinted version. I don't like the non-tinted version because it leaves a white cast on my skin, so I like the tinted version. So honestly, this is one of the cleanest sunscreens I have ever put on to date. It's so clean. It has the least amount of chemicals in it compared to pharmacy, naturopathica sunscreens. And I also like that it's tinted because it doesn't leave a, um, what is it, a white cast on my skin, but the tint that he uses is iron oxides. And I think um, studies show that iron oxides reduce the effect of blue light on the skin. And we do know that oh. blue light can play a role in um, uneven skin tone and melasma. Nice. So that's a plus, you know. Yeah. The con is that this is a heavy product. So, yeah. That it's a heavy product, so it's heavier compared to pharmacy naturopathica, and the price point is pretty steep. So um, the for 1.7 ounces, it's eighty dollars, and then ninety dollars for the tinted version, 1.7 ounce. So Oof. yeah, so there's the regular one at eighty dollars, and then the tinted one at ninety dollars. But it's really clean. And I think Dr. Marola would actually really like it. <laughs> I probably would. It's that price point, though. Yeah, the price point is steep. And then the last one, I have been using this one for a while, and it's cheap. I've never it, heard of this. It's called, the brand is called Surf Dirt, guys. Um, it's called the OG Surf Dirt Sunscreen in Neutral Tan SPF 30. So out of the three sunscreens that I spoke about so far, this, this is the cleanest. It only has eight ingredients in it. It's cool. Um, it has a tint from iron oxides, which is that plus, you know. And then I honestly like the price point for two ounces. It's twenty five dollars. <gasps> That's really good yeah, for and, being clean. Like yeah, that. and then like it's a solid sunscreen, so like you could like bring this with you on any trip. You know, and then since it's, I also like how compact it is. Like you could just like put it in your bag for like easy reapplication. And remember, like what we said last week, every two hours. The con is that it's thick, very thick. Um, it doesn't blend in well with my skin tone, despite it having iron oxides in it. Like it still leaves me a bit pale. But yeah, I honestly love it for traveling. I love that it only has eight products and that price point. It's the cheapest out of all the ones that I spoke about so far. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> um, what are your favorite sunscreens, Dr. Marola? Well, I really love Naturopathica Calendula SPF. That's probably one of my top ones. It's just, it blends in so nicely. It smells nice. And I like that it has calendula in it, which is this like OG skin herb. It deeply helps deeply nourish and soothe the skin. Also has antioxidants like knotgrass in it to help improve the appearance and texture of damaged skin. And then it's zinc based. So all of the 
SPFs that I'm about to talk about are all zinc-based, mineral-based sunscreens. That's the only one, well, that's just what I prefer over chemical sunscreens. So I really love that one. And then the next one is Earth Harbor's Eclipse Sheer Mineral Sunscreen. This is one of their newer products that when they first came out with it, I was really excited to try because it's, you know, zinc based. Another thing that's really important to me is making sure that any SPF I use is reef safe as well, because there's a big issue with sunscreens damaging coral in the oceans. Yeah. I completely forget about that. That's really important to take note of. Like what we put on our skin to protect us from UV rays can actually be like that could happen on coral and they can't absorb UV rays that are so important for them. Yeah, and it's killing them off. Anyway, so the Earth Harbor Eclipse sunscreen, it's really nice. It also has macro algae in it, which is pretty cool. And this helps protect skin from damage caused by blue light exposure and also gives skin a little boost of radiance. It has green tea extract as well, which we know green tea has uh, antioxidants, which is really great. And then it has, uh, it's made with a sheer mineral matrix. This is interesting. According to their website, it's a breakthrough plant-based mixture that creates a suspended coating around the zinc oxide particles to help make this sunscreen lightweight and help not leave a white cast when you apply it. And this product blends in really nicely too. Interesting. That's Uh cool. I wonder if that's what they mean by it being non-nano. No, non-nano is the type of zinc oxide used. Or it's like a... Oh, there's different types. There's nanonized and non-nanonized. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then lastly, there's hydrolyzed jojoba or jojoba, however you want to say it. Jojoba. Jojoba esters. And this helps with oil control and keeping your skin balanced. Cool. So it's a really great product. Price-wise, like you guys already know what the Naturopathica SPF is priced at. But the Earth Harbor Eclipse, this is $25. That's cheap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah, it is really, it's really clean too. This Earth Harbor is a really great company. Nice. Mad Hippie is another good one. They have a daily protective serum SPF 30. This one's nice. I really like it because it contains like all these botanical oils in it. There's resveratrol too, which is an antioxidant. Shisandra fruit extract is one of the botanicals. Buriti fruit oil also has antioxidants, essential fatty acids, beta carotene. I mean, this little serum is just jam packed with nutrients from botanicals, which is really awesome. There's also hyaluronic acid and then vitamin C is in this as well, which is pretty interesting. So this one is only $23. Wow, that's cheap. Yeah. All of these, you guys, blend in really nicely. I like that it also has polyglutamic acid in it. I think polyglutamic acid is a PHA, poly, I forget what a PHA stands for. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) But I know it's between a BHA and an AHA. Oh, um, nice. Okay. So it's like very hydrating, but also could be possibly exfoliating. Yeah. Um, So it could address like some things for skin health, Um, but that's really cool. And then Looking at this, like that vitamin C, that's amazing. It has that antioxidant and it's in a sunscreen. That's cool. I would get this. Yeah. And lastly, another product that I really like, this is different from any other sunscreen that I've used. It's the Carry Gran Essential SPF 30. So this is actually an oil-based sunscreen and it has organic botanical oils in it, which is really nice. And I just wanted to note their SPF mantra, SPF all day, every day, all year. <laughs> I love I it. love that. So not only during the summer, but winter months too, you guys. Like, that's important too. Key ingredients in this include non-GMO red raspberry seed oil, organic French plum oil, and non-nano zinc oxide. So this one is pretty cool because like I said, it's oil-based. So when I remember when I first got it, if you don't shake it, 
it's going to come out looking like an oil, but you got to shake it before you apply it or like, uh, you know, pump it out of the little container and it turns into like a white creamy. Interesting. Looking, like it's it kind of reminds me of the. Like a, is it like a serum like quality? Yeah, it kind of reminds me of serum and it reminds me of the Mad Hippie protective serum. Oh, is that a serum? Oh, it is a serum. It is a serum. Yeah. Um, interesting. So these are all liquid based sunscreens. Yeah. Well, all of them except for the first two that I mentioned, the Naturopathica one and the Earth Harbor one. That's cool. Yeah. So those are my favorite ones. And, you know, I'm always, I'm trying new ones all the time. And these are the ones that they never leave me disappointed. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I definitely want to try that um, mad hippie one that you spoke about. Yeah, definitely should. I mean, the price is great. and They have a lot of great other products too. Nice. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for listening. So this is going to be part two of two of our sun protection series, <laughs> very short series. But next week, we're actually interviewing Josh Rosebrook. I'm really excited for that. So make sure to connect with us on social media. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you found this podcast helpful, make sure to share it with your friends and family. But yeah, we're out of here. See you guys next week. Bye.